Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello everybody and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of Burn Nick and uh, quite honestly... I'm getting this episode done down to the wire. It is uh, Thursday evening, and uh, it has been in a particularly busy week for me, and I did not think I was going to be able to get an episode done for Friday. I was literally panicking and thinking I was going to have to do another rewind, which I don't want to do, but um, uh, here I am, and uh, you got me for something. So today, we're going to do something a little bit different. Um... Uh, I don't know how much crossover there necessarily is between my audience and the Cigar Authority audience. I do know there's some. So for those of you who do listen to the Cigar Authority, you'll be aware of this. But for those of you who don't, um, they have, uh, for a variety of reasons, had trouble getting cigar reviews done for their website here lately. Uh, Lately meaning this year. And so they have um, allowed some of their care package... um, members to um, get samples and um, do cigar reviews um, for their website. And there's a group of, I think, about 40 of us, and I am part of it. Um, And, you know, uh, I I, uh, need to get my review done for this month. So this being the first time that I'm doing it, I figure, you know what, let's go ahead and do it kind of, sort of, on the show. I mean... Um, the way it works is they send you two of the same cigar. It is unbanded. Um, so I have two of whatever this is. Uh, for those of you on YouTube, you can see it. For those of you who are not, um, I would guesstimate that it is, um, I don't know how, well, I could cheat. I could totally cheat. I've got other cigars sitting here and I could totally compare the size with, um, another cigar sitting here that I know the size. Um, but I would guesstimate that it's probably, um, not quite six inches. Um, and it kind of feels like it's probably a 50 to a 52 ring gauge, maybe something like that. Um, nice lighter brown, you know, medium brown, um, kind of color. It's not, not a Maduro by any means. Um, definitely not a Connecticut. I would guesstimate maybe some sort of a sun grown or a Habano or something like that going on here. Um, it's also round, which, that's good. I don't like the box pressed all that much. But anyway, um, it came with a letter. And then from there, um, we are going to uh, um, kind of just dive into this. The way they want you to do it, they sent two of them. So the first one, I think you kind of just smoke it and get initial thoughts. The second one, you really dive deep. So I have two of them. This is going to be the first time I'm smoking this. That way I can really focus and concentrate on the actual review. So, the letter. We appreciate your participation in our new cigar review team at the Cigar Authority. Um, They've been dedicated to reviewing cigars. They've done over 2,000 different varieties. Um, Good cigars characterized by a proper burn and draw, while personal preferences regarding strength and flavors may vary. However, such preferences should not impact the rating of a cigar. Our reviews aim to determine whether a cigar is good, great, or exceptional, and identify flavor notes. By providing this information, we assist other cigar smokers in making informed decisions about whether to try a particular cigar or explore alternatives. Cigar enthusiasts have always shown interest in cigar tasting reviews, and we believe this journey will be enjoyable for you. While it may be a job for me, I take it seriously, and I hope you do too. During cigar reviews, it is critical to devote undivided attention as multitasking is not feasible. You may experience the same as you embark on this journey, especially in the beginning. However, over time, your tasting skills will improve, your palate will develop, and you will gain extensive knowledge about tobacco that you never anticipated. Eventually, you'll be able to identify the countries of origin and even factories where the cigars were produced. Welcome to an exciting and new journey as a valued member of the Cigar Authority Tasting Panel. Sincerely, Dave. Um, anyway, so I'm giving this a shot. And so I'm going to go ahead and get ready. Now, I am sitting out here in the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios um, 
on my patio. Um, of course, it would be windy. I looked at the weather, and the weather indicated that all the storms in the area were done. Let me take one more quick look. Looks like about six miles per hour. And yeah, there's literally no rain in the forecast whatsoever. It is cloudy, but there is no rain in the forecast whatsoever. So um, hopefully I will not be rained on. Um, anyway, why don't we go ahead and get the cigar going? I'll talk about my week and I'll kind of get some initial thoughts on the cigar and we'll kind of go from there. So time to cut the cigar and the official cutting is brought to you by Dan the Man Ponder over there at Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. Guys, Dan the Man Ponder, he's got a starting to get in all kinds of great stuff um, from PCA. He's also starting to get in some other stuff that he's ordered. Specifically, I did see a post uh, just earlier saying that uh, the uh, 2023 Los Calaveras from Crown Heads have uh, landed at Riverman Cigar Company. So he not only has um, a couple of different sizes, I believe, in boxes, but I know he has a sampler size um, or a sampler box that has. Uh, the fourth limited size that's only available in the sampler. So you can get your hands on the 2023 Las Calaveras from Crown Heads by giving Dan the Man Ponder a call because he does do mail order if you're not in the St. Louis area. But if you are in the St. Louis area, just swing on by, say hi, sit out, you know, have a cigar outside if it's not too muggy, which realistically it's probably too muggy. But you know what? He's got that great lounge in the back. So you can say hi to Miss Cindy and Dan the Man and all the rest over there at Riverman Cigar Company. And uh, with that, it's time that I go ahead and cut my cigar. I'm going to get this going here because realistically, I do not know what uh, what my timeline here is for this episode. So guys, um, let me tell you a little bit about my week as we get going here. Um, you know, before we do that, let's let's get the cigar all done and then I'll get into that. So, cold draw time on the mysterious cigar that I received from the Cigar Authority. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, Group 1C. Uh, for those of you, the other 39 of you that are out there that are doing this, um, you know, if you happen to listen, then if you're in Group 1C, then you'll know that we smoke the same cigar. Um... I don't know. Um, it's kind of a... I don't know. I will admit I'm unprepared. I did not have the flavored note, uh, the flavor wheel in front of me for this uh, this episode. So um, I don't have the flavor wheel to stop and, and analyze as I do this. Um, it is... It's not... It's not like it's um, earthy or barnyardy or anything like that. It's not hay. I, I maybe I'm overthinking, and that's the problem. I might be overthinking this. It's a, maybe a little bready, maybe a little bready. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go with bready. I could be way wrong. Um, but I want to get this cigar going here. So get this guy lit. Um, and then we can get into talking about all kinds of fun stuff here. So, so like I said, definitely windy out here. So I'm going to have to take that into account for burn uh, structure. My flame kept blowing away from the cigar, so I had to keep turning it. Um, anyway, so, um, initial hot. Initial thought is there's maybe just a hint of some sort of a pepper or spice that's dancing at the back of the throat um, off the initial couple draws. So, this, whereas the uh, 
the cold draw experience, I didn't really have any sort of like spice or anything like that coming through on the smoking experience. Once lit up, there's definitely um, some spice component that's that's kind of present on the back of the throat um, that we go from there. So we'll see. I don't know. Um, I don't know what I'm dealing with here. So I guess we will see uh, how this goes. Anyway, um, so this week has been my week to have my son for um, a week in the summer. And so I picked him up on uh, Monday and we have been spending all kinds of time together. Um, part of the reason I'm recording this so late tonight um, on Thursday is because I had to wait until he sacked out so that I could sneak out here and uh, get on the patio and do this while he was asleep. Um, and it's, it, I, I, you know, I don't, I don't talk a whole lot about him because realistically I want to keep some things private, you know, and whatever, but it's just been a really good week. Um, he's just been in such a great mood and, um, we got a pool pass to the, to the local, you know, city pool. And so I think of the four days so far that I've had him, two of them, we've gone up there and hung out at the pool for a while. Um, something tells me that for the remaining three days that I have him, uh, we're going to do the same. Um, assuming there's no storms, uh, today there were storms, but, uh, we waited until after they were over and I knew he was ready to go up there when he came into the living room and had changed out of his clothes and put on his swimsuit. So, um, he was pretty much pushing hard to the hoop for the swimming, but, but I got to admit coming into this week, I was stressed, um, I was stressed because I uh, I didn't have a lot planned. I didn't have, you know, um, a, a solid itinerary of all kinds of things that we could go and do. Um, you know, I had a few general ideas, but I didn't have, like, um, a solid list of, like, okay, these, you know, on this day we're going to do this, and on this day we're going to do this. And it's kind of just been flowing by ear. And, uh, it's one of those things where I think I over, I definitely overthought it. I, I was panicking because I wanted to keep a seven year old entertained and what I didn't, what I didn't count on was, um, just how much he would just enjoy hanging out and just, just hanging out. So we've had a good time. He went with me on my deliveries, um, to deliver the newspapers on Wednesday. So, um, you know, I didn't really, I obviously didn't get any smoking time in the car, you know, during that trip, like I normally would, but, uh, that's okay. You know, that's, that's the way it goes. Um, I, uh, would much rather spend time with him than fire up a bunch of cigars in the car. But, uh, no, it's been a really pleasant, pleasant few days. Um, we've got, um, plans tomorrow, uh, to go and, uh, aside from hit the pool, we're gonna, we're gonna see some fireworks tomorrow night, so that'll be fun. And, um, yeah. It's just been a really fun week. Um, but, like I said, because that was going on, I, I had every intention of trying to get uh, Tuesday's episode and then this episode done prior to picking him up on Monday. And, uh, well, I got Tuesday's episode done, so, uh, I had to figure out how to, uh, get this episode done. And so here we are, we are smoking this, uh, cigar from the Cigar Authority pack. Um, I will say, I maybe I'm, be, again, I could be being overly critical, I don't know. Um, my draw is maybe just a little on the tight side. Um, I took took uh, I did a straight cut on the cap. I'm gonna kind of watch it, and if uh, if it stays on the tighter side, I might give it a give it a secondary V cut to kind of open it up a little bit. Um, this wind is problematic, and that's gonna have to be something that I make note of on my review. 
that the first time I smoked it, um, there was a there was a breeze because um, it is causing a ever so slight wave in the burn line. But I will say, even with that wind, if you look if if you look at the majority of the burn line, it's actually really pretty tight. So um, I think if it weren't for that wind, I think a the smoke production would be a lot better, and I think the uh, the burn line itself would be a lot better. Wow. Hmm. There's definitely a presence of a little bit of pepper on the smoking experience. Um, again, I wish I would have had that flavor note wheel um, so that, and I'll have to do that when I smoke the second one. Um, so far, though, I would smoke this again. Um, granted, I'm maybe an inch into it at best. Um, probably not even, maybe half an inch into it. So, you know, it's way too early to tell, but, but it's not a bad cigar off the bat. Um, so, and, and the fact that I'm thinking that it might be a little tight, that may have more to do with the fact that I pulled it out of the humidor right before we did it, or I sat down to do the show because I didn't know what I was going to be smoking until, um, down to the wire. And so, um, otherwise I would have let it sit out for maybe, um, an hour to two hours, um. Because, you know, and that's the other thing, ambient air right now, it's humid as fuck in St. Louis. So I'm sitting outside and it is humid. In fact, I actually was able to briefly sit outside last night and have a cigar. And that cigar was actually going out when I was like not smoking it directly when it was just sitting in the ashtray. It was actually starting to go out because um, of there was so much humidity in the air that it was it was effectively like dampening and, and putting out the cigars. So um yeah, it's been nasty here in St. Louis here lately. So uh environment is definitely playing a role in the smoking experience. So maybe uh hindsight being twenty twenty I should have waited to smoke these both indoors someplace, uh taken them to uh Riverman or gone somewhere else so that, you know, I could uh have a better better smoking experience with it but whatever such is life i mean theoretically the people that buy these from from two guys are going to smoke them on a golf course or something else so i mean they're going to have environmental issues to deal with as well so i don't know anyway um so some of you in the group chat have been discussing pulpit fest um once again, as has become a uh, annual tradition, it seems, uh, everybody is spreading wild, rampant rumors about all this extravagant shit that I am going to uh, be purchasing for everybody. And uh, just for those of you who are new to um, Pulpit Fest and the concept of said thing, uh, I don't do any of that. So just uh, just know that really what Pulpit Fest is, is it's just an organized two-day Friday-Saturday deal where it's just an organized weekend where listeners can come together, hang out, smoke cigars, and have a good time. Um, it's not a, a, an organized thing where we have guests of honor and dinners and speeches and prizes. I mean, you know, look, um, in years past, um, some of our sponsors have provided um, some goodies um, for people at Pulpit Fest. Um, I would hope that would be the case again this year. I haven't. I need to touch base with them, but uh, realistically, you know, it's 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 casual. It's a it's a casual thing um, because the thing is, some of you, you know, some of you interact in the parishioners group or in the group chat and things of that nature, and so you know, it's an opportunity for you to kind of meet the fate the the person that you're communicating with online um but uh yeah it's it's don't expect me buying blocks of rooms and there's been talk of a party bus and a golf thing and a i there was even something about strippers and i i definitely am not you know for those of you who are bringing your wives or whatever i'm i'm not providing strippers that's now if you guys want to go find strippers that's that's on you i mean that's on you 
I don't have the money for strippers. But anyway, um, I just wanted to put that out there. Now, for those of you who are interested in Pulpit Fest, it is Friday, September 22nd, and Saturday, September 23rd. Uh, we're going to be hitting up a couple of different locations here in the greater St. Louis uh, and St. Louis metro area. Um, plans are still kind of to be determined, um, but uh, you can expect cigars and a good time. So um, if you are interested in that, uh, hit me up. Um, there is, uh, I can give you recommendations on hotel rooms and things of that nature, but realistically it's just it's it's a it's a big get together it's a big herf so um if that sounds like something you're interested in uh mark it on your calendar um in terms of the ash on the cigar i would say that it is uh kind of a it's not a dark gray but it's not necessarily a lighter gray uh but it's holding together so well it's very very solid um So I am really pleased with that. Um, I did just ash it so that I could uh, uh, avoid a um, party foul. I'm going to touch up that one side because, again, it is windy. I'm not blaming the cigar because the rest of the cigar is burning really, really well. So I'm going to say that it's the wind. Slight, very slight little hole, uh, like void kind of hole. Going, if you're on YouTube, you can see it uh, on the inside there. So hopefully that doesn't impact the draw. Mm -hmm. Doesn't seem to have. Hopefully that also goes away relatively quickly. I, I, you know, I've said it before on the show, and I'll say it again. I don't know what it is. Um, I don't know if it's just a leaf of tobacco that is burning quicker than other things or if uh, in the rolling process there was something but I've noticed it a lot more post-COVID um, pre-COVID I don't even remember if I ever noticed it uh, post-COVID I uh, began noticing it quite a bit and um, it's definitely uh, it's, it's across the board it's not any one brand in particular there was one brand in the very beginning when I noticed it that uh, it was particularly egregious on, and I have not smoked anything uh, in that in that particular line since uh, since then, because quite frankly, they were ooh a little on the expensive side, and I didn't want to uh, continually keep buying expensive cigars. I'm getting attacked by moths, and uh, for those of you on the YouTube, you may have just seen me like looking down and doing something. Well, I just nuked a moth and got a giant dust spot on my on my shirt. Um, Anyway, because I've got the ring light going, because it's it's now dark. It is it has gotten dark. Um, but anyway, so what else? I just had something that I was gonna bring up, and uh, for the life of me, it just disappeared because I was talking about the moths. Anyway, um, why don't we go ahead and get into this? Why don't we go ahead and get into this? Uh, speed this up. This is probably not gonna be the longest episode ever. So, um, cause I'll be honest this week, I, I've been so focused on my son. I, I really, I, I don't have much. So the bulk of what I was going to do was review this cigar. We all need to live united, but one must go brought to you by United Cigars, makers of La Giana Havana, Abuelo, Red Anchor, Firecracker, and of course, United Cigars, distributors of Jose Dominguez, Garofalo, Montoza and Terra Nova and the highly acclaimed Atabay, Byron, and Bandolero. Buy United, Smoke United, Live United, United Cigars. I will say this thing is kicking off more smoke now. Um, I think it's kind of opened up. So I don't know if there was a like slight thing causing an issue that maybe I've burned past or if maybe it's just kind of like gotten used to the environment, but it's... Uh, Mm-hmm. Seemingly smoking a little better. Um, I will say as I smoke it, there's one little spot that just continually keeps wanting to like, it's straight, 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 mountain, straight, 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 you know, like uh, here, I don't know if, there we go. You can see it there on the YouTube. Um, 
it's just one little spot. Otherwise, the burn line is like super straight aside from that one little thing. So I'm going to attribute that to the wind. But I'm going to watch the second one when I smoke it to see what happens there. Because, um, you know, maybe it's a situation where it is the cigar and I'm blaming the wind needlessly. Um, once again, I had... Oh, pfft, duh. I keep looking at myself in the YouTube here. And, uh, you know, angle-wise... Uh, my damn tripod broke again, and I swear, it pisses me off, because I just bought this tripod earlier this year. Um, it was not cheap, uh, I mean, as far as tripods go, and I thought it was going to be a nice one, and, uh, well, the damn thing broke, and of course, I don't have the box, and I don't have the receipt for it anymore, because why would I? Um, so I don't know what I'm even going to do about it, but just pisses me off. You can't buy anything nice anymore. But anyway, um, because of that, the tripod is not angled in such a way that I normally would. And so I'm getting the the, uh, the awesome uh, um, uh, chin gullet going on here. And um, it got me thinking that uh, I need to break out my jawser size again. I've got this thing, um, for those of you who are interested it's uh called the jawser size and it's uh it's a device that you put in your mouth and just basically bite down on it and uh it um uh exercises the jaw muscles uh you can get them on amazon for like i don't know anywhere between 20 and 30 dollars i think um but uh but they do work over time um so i need to i need to find mine and break it out and uh start doing that again because uh yeah this uh I need to get this kind of trained back up. Um, anyway, one must go. Um, it is time for the one must go, which is brought to you by United Cigars. Uh, and United Cigars, from all accounts, had a pretty fantastic PCA. Looking forward to trying a variety of, uh, of things from United Cigars um, coming out later this year. Um, so, I went into the... Uh, cigar Pulpit Parishioners um, chat um, through the Parishioners group page. And um, I will say, uh, which by the way, for those of you who are part of the Parishioners group, if you want in on it, it's the Broke Ass Hose Free Chat. Um, that's the name of the group. Um, but anyway, um, I asked for some suggestions for One Must Go segments because I've been using the cards lately and whatever. I don't necessarily like being the one to pick the one must go because obviously right off the bat I have the answer and then it becomes you know less of a thing so um I asked everybody you know um their opinions and I am going to go with the um most recent one as I read this um I'm just gonna start there and I'll go back so listener Steven uh, writes in and says, Lighters, cutters, or ashtrays? One must go. And, you know, it's a simple one um, because obviously ashtrays is the answer, but um, you just feel like a savage when you don't have a proper ashtray. Uh, I went and grabbed my ashtray before I started this. Uh, I had everything set up. I was all ready to go. I had the headset on. I was ready to hit record. And then I realized that I did not have my ashtray. And I didn't want to do this without a proper ashtray. Um, I could have very easily just ashed on the patio and let the wind take it. But I didn't want to do that. Part of which, because the ash is something to take note of for the review. But then also... I just feel like an animal doing that. And so I didn't want to do that. And so I went and grabbed my ashtray. But if one had to go, that would obviously be the one to go because you need fire and you need to cut your cigar. Um, I suppose you could always bite the end of off of it. I'm not a fan of that. I will never do that if I can avoid it. Um, it's just one of those things. And... I guess there's alternative ways of getting fire other than a lighter. You could use matches. You could use all sorts of different, you know, combustible products, I suppose, you know, whatever. But but why? Why? Why make your life hard? The ashtray is the easiest one to get rid of because, you know, 
uh, you can ash in damn near anything that's that's uh, you know a disposable receptacle. I mean, um, I know for example when I am driving, um, oftentimes if I, I have a car ashtray, but for whatever reason sometimes um, it's it's full and I don't have anywhere to dump it because I won't just dump it out my window. I'm not a, again not a savage. Um, so if I if I if it's full and I need to dump it, then um, oftentimes what I'll do is I'll use a, uh, a fast food cup and I'll just have a little bit of liquid or even better if there's still ice left in there like maybe you finished your your beverage and there's just ice in the in the cup just ash on that and then over time the the ice will melt it'll provide that liquid layer and um, you know you just make that nice cup of sludge that you can uh, dispose of later so I'm gonna go ashtray on that one. The One Must Go segment was brought to you by United Cigars. United we smoke. Thank you, listener Stephen. I appreciate the uh, the assist there. Um, so what I have noticed is the um, the wrapper on this cigar. It it doesn't quite. I don't know, maybe I'm talking too long, but it doesn't quite want to seem like it wants to stay caught up with the, uh, with the inside, um, with the, uh, filler. Um, but again, it could be that I'm just talking too long. I will say, you draw on it, the draw on it continues to be really good. Um, I'm getting like more of a baker spice kind of this situation as I'm going into the I'm about at the halfway point of it there's a little bit of a baker spice thing I'm gonna attempt a retro hail here um I've thought about doing it but I didn't announce it beforehand and since I'm the only one here you know you guys would just hear that much longer bit of silence so I'm gonna go ahead and attempt a retro hail hmm Wow. Okay. Um. There's some pepper to that, but there's something else. And I'm going to need that flavor wheel. Because there's something that is definable there that I need to... That I need to, to, to prompt my memory. Um, to see if I can identify. But there is something else to the retro hail there. Um. I mean, so far, I, I have no issues with this cigar. I think it's great. Um, I'm digging it. It's uh, it's tasting fine. It's smoking well. There is that little bit of uh, breeze that's coming through that I do think is kind of jacking with the smoking experience. Did not plan on wind um, this evening. Um for this episode it just it's not something i plan on also didn't plan on all the bugs um should have my ring light is attracting a lot of insects and i did not anticipate that but um anyway why don't we now go ahead and get into the villiger entertainment segment and that's brought to you by villiger cigars um villiger cigars guys uh super great you're gonna want to try them the 1888 uh nicaragua was just announced pca fantastic cigar really really looking forward to uh smoking the other vitolas that uh, renee was kind enough to send me also really looking forward to firing up that miami toro that he sent me um all ones that i want to smoke and truly enjoy and kind of dive into not ones that i want to just smoke quickly so um I haven't gotten around to them yet, but I will. And if you want to get your hands on some Villiger cigars, head on over to Villiger's website, check out the store locator, find a store near you that carries them, and get yourself some. You're not going to regret it. They're super good. Villiger cigars. Um, What have I been watching this week? I would say I have been watching a shit ton of StoryBots. It has been pretty much all StoryBots all the time since I recorded the last episode. Um, my son loves StoryBots. And for those of you with little kids, um, my, my son is seven, just for clarification. Uh, for those of you with little kids, if you haven't checked out Ask the StoryBots on Netflix, 
you know, give it a shot. It's it's actually pretty educational. Um, the long and short of it is a little kid asks these little robots that live in your computer um, a question and then they have to go out in the world and find the answer and then that's how they dive into various topics. One episode that my son particularly loves is, um, you know, how do we get electricity? And it, it starts off with them going to an electronics store and learning about outlets and the wires and the wall and then the power lines. And then they go to a power plant where they learn about generators and turbines and things of that nature. But then eventually it, it breaks it down to where they're in an atom and they're talking to a neutron. And the neutron is telling them all about how, you know, in an atom there has to be an equal number of protons and electrons. And if uh, an electron leaves, the atom gets agitated. Well, the, the, the generator um, uh, causes the flow of electrons to continually happen, you know, throughout all the different atoms that are there. And the long and short of it is that flow of electron, although that flow of electrons is electricity. And so over the course of this episode, you learn all about, and again, it's very simple. It's, it's you know, broken down for a child to understand it. But there's one about, you know, how you get a cold. So you learn all about how a virus infects your body, how your body fights it with white blood cells, things of that nature, things you can do to, to fight off a cold. Um, there's one about, you know, how volcanoes are formed. I mean, there, there's some really great ones that um, on a variety of different topics that your kids might be interested in. So for what it's worth, if you're looking for something that's fun and educational for your children, Ask the Storybots on Netflix is not the uh, the end of the world. Um, Noah would be upset with me. I have still not watched the most recent episode of The Righteous Gemstones. Um, he messaged me about that the other day. I'm looking forward to that, but more than likely what's going to end up happening is I will probably wait for this Sunday's to take place, and then I'll just sit and watch two of them at once um, because I do like binging more than I like the episodic nature of things. Like, I don't like that these streaming sites have um, gone to a system where every week a new episode is put out. I, I love it so much more when they just put the whole season out and you can just binge it if you'd like. But that's just me. What, am, what are you going to do? Um, anyway, um, what else have I been doing? Um, if you're a comic book nerd... I've been catching up on a podcast called Observations. It's uh, hosted by Rob Liefeld, who was one of the guys who created Image Comics back in the 90s. He's the uh, creator of Cable and Deadpool when he was working for Marvel and whatnot. And what I like about his show is that he gets into a lot of like history of the industry and breaks down different topics, highlights different creators, things of that nature. But, but he really gets into the history. And, you know, he's such a pack rat um, that he's got all these magazines, interview magazines from the 70s and 80s and whatnot that where they did long form interviews like, you know, they would sit down and talk for two hours and they would just transcribe the whole two hours. And suddenly you have a 30 page interview, you know, with a creator about God knows what. And that's kind of cool. And that's something that we've definitely lost on these days in media. But anyway, he's got all those. So he brings up topics from Forever Go and has interviews from the guys that are involved in such stuff from Forever Go um, that he can reference. And it's actually really, really neat. So, um, you know, if you're a nerd and you like comic book stuff, that's, uh, that, that's a fun show. Um, he can be a little frantic sometimes. He's, he's a very energetic guy. Um, I'll say that much. So sometimes listening to him can be like, whoa. But um, anyway, unlike this episode, which I feel is Dramamine. Um, <laughs> I'll just admit it. Anyway, so that's really what I've been doing. Um, back to the cigar as I've passed the halfway point. All right. It's a... It's... <laughs> This is a really solid smoke. I really would... I, I'm very curious to find out what this is. My burn line issue has resolved itself. For those of you on the YouTube that are watching, look at that burn line. That is pretty much razor tight. 
that's about as straight as you can possibly get on a cigar. So uh, the wind has kind of died down um, briefly here. I'm sure as I say that, it's going to start whipping through here again. But uh, um, it, it by by that wind dying down, it has allowed my burn line to uh, right now. It definitely has a great draw, and um, it's not a little smokestack. It's not one that's going to sit there and just smoke, you know, in your hand. Um, as it, it, you know, it, it basically puts out smoke when you smoke it, and otherwise it's just kind of there. Um, but uh, but it's a good little cigar. I'm digging it, and uh, I'm I, yeah, I'm very curious as to what this is. Um, Anyway, I would normally do the three cigars I've smoked and enjoyed this week. However, I haven't really had many cigars this week at all. Um, and so because of that, I'm going to not do the official segment. I will say, um, I told you last night I came outside and had one. Uh, I had a Garofalo um, Sun Grown um, Robusto from United Cigars. And... Uh, that it was just, it's such a fantastic cigar and it's one that realistically at some point when i have two nickels to rub together i would like to go ahead and get myself a box um i you know probably the toro i'm more of a toro guy than a robusto guy but nonetheless um it's just such a great cigar and um i've had a couple of the other garofalos the sun grown's my personal favorite but um that tends to also be, you know, where my palate skews, so that shouldn't come as any sort of a surprise to anybody. But, um, but yeah, I did have that, and um, did I manage to? I, I managed to sneak out again the other day, but did I make note of it or? Um, no. No, I did not. I did not make note of it, so I don't even remember what I had. I did manage to sneak out on Monday as well, and uh, end my end my Monday with a uh, with a cigar as well. But for the life of me, I couldn't tell you what that was. I didn't didn't take a picture, didn't make a note, and so um, I can't tell you what it was. So apologize to. Uh, Whatever that was. Um, anyway, so with that, why don't we now learn a little bit about my monthly cigars. This would normally be the time that I give some information about my monthly cigars, but I've hired that out this week, so take it away. My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service. It comes in a variety of different size boxes at affordable prices. Use offer code PULPIT and get free shipping on your first box and 20% off any items in the online store at MyMonthlyCigars.com. That's offer code PULPIT. Thanks! Did another retro hail during the ad there, and uh, yeah, it's uh, the pepper portion of it seems to have kind of dissipated uh it could be either that it dissipated or maybe it was just stronger earlier and it kind of caught me off guard and i misidentified it but um yeah there's definitely a, a specific component to the retrohale that i'm really curious to know so the flavor wheel is going to be a vital tool for me um, when i sit down to smoke the second one and actually do the formal review um I do like the uh, fact that, that Dave and the crew at the Scar Authority are providing two of the same cigars so that you can kind of smoke one and get a general idea of it. And then the second one, you can really dive down deep into the cigar and, and pick it apart. Um, because if I had to like learn about it and focus on it at the same time, you know, with only one sample, that that might prove difficult. So I do see the value of having the second cigar. Um, you know, and and I like the fact that they're doing this too, um, because you know, let's as they pointed out in the letter, it's it's not a matter of your personal preference. Um, it's not a matter of you know, uh, do you is is it a cigar that you know. Like, for example, I said that I don't care for box press. 
I'm not going to fault a cigar for being a box press cigar if if that happens to come in the package, um, because that's that's my personal preference. That but that's the way the cigar comes. So obviously that's just it is what it is. Um, I smoke a lot of EP Carrillos, the the various you know Pledge and Encore and whatever. Those are um, generally they're they're box pressed. They're not generally they are box pressed, and so. You kind of have to know going in that that's what you're going to deal with. And I don't mind. It's just what it is. So, um, yeah, personal opinion needs to be kind of left out and just kind of look at it clinically. Clinically, smoking this cigar for the first time, I, I, there's, there's nothing bad that I can say about it. Is it maybe the best cigar I've ever smoked in my life? Probably not. Um, but, uh, does that make it like a bad cigar? No, by no means. Um, I've been working on a, uh, scoring sheet, um, of my own to kind of, cause one of the things that they do put on there is they do want us to put a, uh, numerical rating. And I, uh, I hate, I, I, I'll admit, I hate doing that. Um, because it's kind of one of those things of like, you know, if you rank something in 98, then, that means there's only two points above that one, so that makes that, you know, you got to establish a benchmark somewhere, and that's and that's the problem. It's like where do you, where do you set the limit? Where do you set, uh, establish that benchmark? And I, for the life of me, I don't know. Um, so I've been kind of, I've been looking at review sheets that other people have assembled and put together. Um, you know, Nick Gervais has got himself a review sheet that he's kind of put together that I've looked at. So I'm trying to put together my my criteria that I can add up and kind of come to a score that way. That way it's more of an equation and less of just plucking a number out of the sky, if that makes sense. Um, but uh, the rest of the review that the authority wants us to do, it, it's general like, you know, what flavor notes do you get in this third, this third, and this third? How did the burn go? You know, would you smoke it again? Is it box worthy? Things of that nature. And so, um, you know, I, uh, that's all stuff that I can definitely, uh, speak to without, uh, any sort of, uh, criteria. And so far I would 100% smoke this again, which is good because I have a second one that I have to smoke again. And, um, would I buy a box of it? Depends on the price. Depends on what it is. Depends on the price. I mean, realistically, I'm doubting that this is like a $25 cigar. Um, maybe it is. Yeah, it is. Mm. I don't know if I would buy a box of it if it were priced that high. Would I buy a box of it if it were a $10 cigar and it was a box of like 20 or 25 Maybe, maybe, you know, we'll see. I don't know. Um, we'll see. I depend. I'm going to give it that other second smoke and see what comes of that. And, uh, we'll see. Um, anyway, so, uh, in terms of the socials, I'm available on Instagram at the cigar pulpit, as well as, uh, on Facebook where I have the, uh, Facebook, uh, uh, cigar pulpit parishioners group. You can get in on that, and uh, that also gets you into the Broke Ass Host group chat that I was talking about earlier. Um, I'm on Twitter, where I don't really do much of anything. YouTube, where you can watch this. This is not exactly the most riveting one to watch. However, if you want to kind of track out my burn line, uh, I, have, I have been showing the, the, the camera my cigar, um, so you can do that. And uh, otherwise, uh, I need your calls for Ask the Boys. I currently have, I think, three or four calls. Uh, for this month, so um, that is rapidly, rapidly approaching. So, guys, uh, if you have questions, comments, concerns, whatever, get those in by calling area code 863-874-0000 and be a part of the show by calling the Ask the Boys hotline. Otherwise, um, you know, I know it's not exactly been the most riveting episode, um, you've kind of just been along for the ride as I've done a little bit of homework. Um, I hope that, uh, this hasn't been a complete, uh, waste of your commute, but, um, I, it's one of those things I was talking with the people in the group chat a little bit about it. And, you know, I really do value, um, getting you guys 
new original content. You know, when Paul was in town and we did that show, you know, Paul flat out told me that um, a new episode with even just me by myself is preferable to a rewind. And so here you go, Paul. This is what you get. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's something interesting. And I will say once I establish my criteria sheet, um, for this, I'm going to revisit this whole, uh, concept, this whole, uh, the, the cigar review concept, you know, we'll revisit this on the show and, um, I'll kind of give you guys more insight into how that's going and you can kind of be along for the ride for a review um, coming up once I get that, that sheet all finalized and everything, too. And, you know, I mean, this is kind of the, the, the first little peek behind the curtain of this. But I think uh, I think it's interesting. I think it's something kind of cool. And, um, you know, everybody... It's one of those things. Everybody everybody kind of does some, some reviews, even if it's just like, yeah, I like it or I, I don't like it. You know, that, that's a very basic... It's an opinion, but it's a it's a very but it is a review. I mean, you know, so uh, I'll give you a behind the scenes of a maybe a little bit more formalized um, review. So anyway, um, that's all I got for you guys. So this has been a uh, another sermon from the cigar pulpit. Um, I appreciate your patience. Kiddo is stirring in there on the couch, but. It looks like he's just repositioning, which is good. I need to kill this ring light because he's going to look outside and see the blinding light of the sun and wake up. So anyway, guys, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. Everybody, stay safe and stay smoky. spice in the final third it is definitely kind of ramped up in the final third uh getting more more spice and uh slight pepper notes to the smoking experience there's also another kind of like component almost like a bitterness that's coming into play um in that final third too so i'm not gonna lie i'm not entirely sure i'm digging the 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 flavor on the final third, but uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna gonna give it a little bit more, and before I toss it and everything else. But I uh, just wanted to give that little final update. So, anyway, thanks guys. Have a good evening.